Hey guys. Hello. <laughs> I'm Haley. I'm Ashley. And this is what the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is episode three, you guys. We're three episodes in. We we did it. Look at us here. Who would have thought? Hundo P. Hundo P. You guys, we are no longer laying on the floor. I know it's so exciting. Ashley just completely renovated the spare bedroom in her house and it is the podcast room. It's nice. It is so awesome. All black. It's the walls are all black. They wouldn't let me paint the trim black. They're like you can't go back if you go black. I think that's on the trim. <laughs> it looks really really good. Eventually we will move to video. Yes. We we'll got a ring light. We got a ring light, you guys. It's awesome for selfies. Dunn did that today. Yeah. And a table. Yes. Shout out. We've got all of our equipment on the table. Thank you to everybody who contributed. Yes. So our angels. Our angels. Thank you, guys. Well, Ashley, what is episode three about? So we're going to be talking about the Murdoch family. Whoop, whoop. Maybe we shouldn't be excited because there's murder involved, but it's, I think it's well-deserved. So, I mean, maybe not Maggie, but. No, I mean, the the topic itself has been widely, widely covered and talked about. Um, When I said deserve, I meant Paul, and that's about it. The other people that died do not deserve it, but Paul, I don't, I feel bad. He shouldn't have died, but. Nobody deserves to be murdered like that. Yeah, you're right. I, you're right. I take Unless it back. Unless you're like a just a really, really bad person. I think he had some really bad qualities. He did. He was a kid. Mm, debatable. But, but they were like character flaws. Yes. At that point. But it, but it could go back to his parents and how they raised him. You are how you're raised pretty much. Yeah. Some people change, but. Let's talk about why Paul was so bad. Okay. <laughs> are we going to start off with that or what led us to this? Let's start with what led us to that. Okay, so what led us to this was Paul Murdoch, Paul Paul, which I didn't know. Sidebar: I did not know that his nickname was Paul Paul. It's Paul too, or like Paul, like in my accent, I can't say it right, not, but it's Paul P A W, Paul Paul. No, it's P A W. It's Paul Paul. Yeah, Paul like Paul. Somebody's grandpa. Yeah, like yes, <laughs> it's Paul, like P A W, because I watched an interview today and it was talking about, and he had it spelled out, and it was P A W P A W, and I've always said Paul, like yeah. with an L. You know, when I was reading over the notes that we did for this episode, I noticed that in a couple of them you put Paul Paul, and I was like, is this just like a? Did she put a typo? And then I kept reading the sentences, and mm. I was like, no, 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 this is this was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> I because in the beginning I thought it was P A U L, but it's actually P A W. Is yeah, Paw Paw. Okay, I still Paw-Paw. say it with the L. I can't <laughs> not Paw Paw. So in this I'm gonna call him Paw Paw. Okay, okay, it's fit, it's fitting. So Matt Meredith, no, her name's not Meredith. It's Margaret, Margaret, <laughs> Margaret, aka Maggie, aka Mags. Yes, is what he calls her. Mags. They both were murdered. Yeah, by we don't know who, but he was well technically. The the system said he's guilty. So yeah, when we talk about it, we have to say he's the murderer because it's there. It's still there's still speculation. It's still very up in the air. But per the trial, yes, he was found guilty. 
mm-hmm. of several counts of crime. I mean, yeah, he was found guilty. In the well, he hasn't been tried crime. yet for the other crimes he committed. Those are coming, I think, this summer. Oh, so he really? still hasn't been tried yet. Okay. I watched a 2020 episode today on it. I didn't know they had a 2020 episode out. Yes, they have two. I didn't watch the first one. I watched the second one. Because I feel like I've consumed so much of this that (laughs) I know know. everything about it. Okay. That's good. Well, Alex Murdoch. Alec. I mean, Alec Murdoch. Which he spells it Alex. So he needs to like, not that he's going to listen to this. but Which one is it, Alec? (laughs) Alec. I went to school with an Alec, but his name was A-L-E-C. Well, sure. That's how, that's most how you say Alex, it. Yeah. Or spell it. But his is spelled Alex, but it's pronounced Alec. It's weird. It is weird. Maybe it's a North Carolina thing. He's South Carolina. South Carolina thing. <laughs> <laughs> Good old South. Me and James had this huge debate if South Carolina is actually considered the South. What do you think? What was. What I don't think conclusion? so. I think it's like a Northern South. Like, yeah. You're. To me, you might as well be a Yankee if you're that high up in the United States. And James was like, don't you dare go on there and say that. And I was like, I'm being serious. Like, I don't think they're Southern. Like, I don't unless you're from Alabama or Arkansas or most good old Texas. But you know what? I think that most people don't consider Arkansas part of the South, which makes That's crazy zero to sense to me because we're in the same belt. We're just like Alabama. We love our cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas is known for that. And so is Alabama. Well, too much. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, so Alec Murdoch is this widely known in in their city in which they live, which I mean, maybe just all in all in South Carolina. But he is this big shot, big shot lawyer, attorney. Yeah. Prosecutor. He prosecutor. was a prosecutor or something. Something like that. Yeah. We're going to call him a lawyer. Yeah, he a lawyer, a, a lawyer, a lawyer, 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 lawyer. Same diff. It's our accents. Can't get it right. Can't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> that was the short I sound, actually. Anyway, he's this big shot lawyer, and he is. I, I almost said widely respected, but I don't think that I should because in a lot of the videos that I watched mm-hmm. of people who are local to where they live everybody kind of knows if you're a murdoch you're getting away with sketchy stuff yeah i think he had more fear than respect yeah, in that I city so. i think so but or I think in that county it was the whole county it wasn't even just the yeah. city it was the whole county just because people knew that it, it, really when it when it comes down to it is his son paul paul they, paul. Paul, paul they've got two sons buster oh, i hate buster what's his what's his real name i think this is real name i think that's his government name is it? I don't know. You guys, I'm sorry. I'm anyway. pretty sure it is. Buster. Because in Elvis. court, they, they, because normally in court, they go by like your government name. But they refer to him as Buster. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming it is Buster. Because, because okay. when they, when he said Paul Paul, they made him clarify his real name. Okay. In the trial. So when he said Buster, they were just like, yeah. Oh, Buster Murdoch. Isn't that a Southern name? I hate Buster. Buster. He gives me the vibes. He gives me the creeps big time like if it wasn't for the red hair i would say buster was his child and paul 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 was not like so? i i think he stands out in that family and i'm like max got something explaining to do buster is scary buster looks me. like a daddy buster scary to me because 
throughout this whole thing, he has shown like zero emotion. Yes. And I'm like, I wouldn't want to be in a room alone with him. Like me he either. he scares me. He like, scares me too. Just his looks on his, his face. Tendencies, like his body language. Yes. And then like the stories. I'm just like, mm. yeah, I know. Well, so it, the, his son's Buster, which is the oldest, and Paul Paul, Paul Murdoch is the younger. Um, and they're just a few years apart, but Paul would often find himself in some trouble. Yes. And everybody in that county, county, yeah, period, mm-hmm. knew that he was going to get out of it because of who his daddy was, essentially. Um, but that being said, there was a, a inc- incident where Paul could not find his way out of it. And yeah. this was the boat accident. Mm. So sad. It is so sad. The videos on it. I know. Just heartbreaking. It is very sad. I fell in love with Anthony. I know. I really liked Anthony. It's like a reality show where I'm like, oh, I really like that character. I but know. it's real life. But but it's because you can tell that he's got good character. Mm-hmm. And he. And he's got good parents. You can yes. tell by the interviews of his parents. Yes. All of their parents seem like good people. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So that's why, I think that's why it it's makes... It's my 100% this this episode. <laughs> she gets one and then she's cut off, y'all. Yeah. No, it, it, you can tell that they're good people. And that's why I think it makes it so sad to watch because mm-hmm. they've been done wrong. Especially, and we'll, we're kind of skipping around, we'll get into it, but especially the family of Gloria. Yes. I felt for her kids and her siblings so can hard. i say one thing say and it. i i'm in a mood i guess where i'm not feeling like i don't know <laughs> i feel bad about like people dying like don't get me wrong yeah but in the documentary it was funny because her son she was in icu right for 21 days gloria yeah. before she died mm-hmm. so sad i know i don't sound like it's sad but it is sad it is sad and he was like i sat down next to her and i asked her mom what happened and she didn't answer me and I'm thinking, boy, she is in the ICU and is unconscious. Like she's been here for 21 days. Yes, I like she's not awake. I don't think she woke up at all. And the way he just said it, his face dropped, and he was like, "And she didn't answer me." And literally, I've seen it three times in three different episodes, yeah. and I'm thinking, "What were you? What was? Did you think she was just going to wake up and answer?" Maybe it's just the shock. I know. I, I know what shock. he meant. I know what he meant, but I can't help but my first thought was like. I don't think that she was going to no, be answering. No. But isn't that heartbreaking, though, that yeah. the, the one person that they knew they could get the true account from would be Gloria. Mm-hmm. And here she is just laying in this ICU helpless. They they are talking about exhuming. Is that the word? Exhuming I her body? I did see an article where they, it, I think in um, like June or something, mm-hmm. they were like, because of all of the other cases that are going on, they're going to exhume her body because what happened was, okay, essentially Gloria is the Murdoch family housekeeper. And she had been for many, many years. Paul, the the troublemaker child of Alec was extremely close with Gloria. I would go as far as to say he was like a second mom. He was super comfortable around her. um, And in the docuseries that Netflix put out, about all of this um paul's ex-girlfriend was saying that he was just so affected by her death 
what happened was is she quote unquote fell down the steps because of the family dogs Mm -hmm. i don't believe this one bit i don't either and see i saw different different documentaries that because i watched like i'm telling you like a hundred one was like alec was never there it was just maggie and this guy named like rue or something with an r i think i don't remember his name he's not important but Mm -hmm. He was the one on the phone call that was getting snappy with the dispatchers saying, why don't, which I mean, James were watching this and I thought it was really unprofessional of the dispatcher to be like, as someone that works in customer care for, I get, I told James, I was like, obviously they don't work in customer care because they can say whatever they want as dispatchers because in the recording, she's like, can they? Pretty much, I would think, because in this recording, I would be scared though because it's recorded. They're all recorded. Yes, and they all get published if like something comes out like this. Yes, and so I, I told him, I said she has no customer service because the the dispatcher was like asking questions, and the guy was like, "Will you stop asking her questions?" And she said, "Sir, it's not going to make them go any faster if you don't answer my questions." Because you don't answer my questions or something like that. Yes. And I was like, dang, if I would have done that at my job, I would have gotten fired. For real. I I see both sides of it. But it it really, like, made me more angry that, which I thought at first, Mm -hmm. and this sounds kind of bad because it's, I guess, a man's voice. I thought it was Maggie Mm -hmm. saying, can you stop asking all these questions? Yeah, it was a dude. Yeah, apparently. I I thought it was like the guy that works around their house uh, because it wasn't Alec from what I understood. No. And he said in interviews he was not there. Alec has a very distinct voice. Mm -hmm. But then I rewatched it back today and I was like, well, there is another voice there that does sound like Alec. But I was just like, he's saying he wasn't there, that the amb- the ambulance said that he wasn't there. So, yeah, but do you, can you think of another time he said that he wasn't there? I know. And he was. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. But anyway. Um, she fell down the stairs. She fell down the stairs. And hit her head. And hit her head. On bricks, I think. Yeah, on like concrete like brick bricks or something. Leading up to the front of their house. And they were like, how does a 46-year-old or however old she was, I just made that number up. she was like in her 50s. Yeah. yeah. How does how does someone completely die from just falling and hitting their head yeah. down like four steps? Exactly. It's just not. It, but do we think, though, like Maggie hit her upside the head? Like, well, the, leading up to this, Gloria had found out it, this is yes. when Alex's opioid addiction kind of started, I guess. Uh-huh. And he had been self-medicating. Mm-hmm. And she and, found out. Yes. She found the pills taped up underneath one of the beds. And she was, I, to my understanding, was trying to talk him out of continuing this path. Like, she was like, this is not good for you. And then she dies. Well, I I saw, too, where she was threatening to tell Maggie. Mm. But I'm pretty sure Maggie knew about it. Do you think, was this around the time that it was speculated that she was visiting the lawyer? Yeah. No, I think that was after. Oh, okay. Because Gloria was first. That was the first incident. Yeah. So I don't, I just don't know the motive there other than, but if Alec was there, which some people said he was, I can understand it because yeah, he straight up killed her or like he hit her or something because like he didn't want his secret to be out. Right however and we've kind of seen a pattern in that him in my opinion which there are 
possible motives. Mm-hmm. I was really struggling when we were doing the research for this to find a motive for him to kill his wife and son. In in all of it. In like, all of it. The motive I can understand insurance, like the money. Insurance fraud, yeah. But he didn't have insurance policies on his wife and kid. No. At least from what I read, they didn't he, they had none. The only person they had one on was him. Which isn't that kind of crazy? I don't know. James has an insurance policy on me and I have one on him. So, I mean, I would think you would want it. We have one on Jogmo. Really? Yeah. I mean, we have it on all three of us because if something happens, funerals are expensive. They are expensive. It's not like a lot of money by any means, but it's enough for a cover a funeral expense. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Way to get personal. <laughs> Here's my life story. Here's my finances, guys. <laughs> um, but anyway, what are we, what were we talking? Why did I go into the Gloria thing? Do you remember? I don't remember, but we'll listen back and figure out after we're done recording. Um, but anyway, so she she dies in the ICU, mm-hmm. um, and Alec has told, or apparently had told Gloria's kids, "I'm going to file an insurance claim with my insurance company and make sure that you guys get." So he's wanting them to sue him, pretty much. Pretty much that way they can get money. Yeah, claim it on his house insurance right. and stuff. Ultimately, though, he's telling them that it's still in the works, like they're still working on the claim. All the while, he had received this money from this claim. Like $4.3 million or something? It, it was in the scopes of, of a few million and never gave any of it to her kids or her family. He kept it. And that is a pattern that we've seen throughout this case of the money uh, to in my opinion it all came down to the money mm-hmm. because things were popping off before the death of maggie and paul but once his firm got involved and we'll talk about that too mm-hmm. but once his firm kind of saw the pattern that's when things really hit the fan mm-hmm. the whole thing is just i i didn't know this until i don't know if i'm jumping ahead but until today i was watching some the 2020 thing and they said that the day of Paul and Maggie's murder, the day of the firm confronted him. Yes. The day of. And so that's, that's to me the motive. I mean, that's got to be. Literally, I wrote down right here in my papers, <laughs> like we're research analysts. I wrote down, um, let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, okay. Uh, possible motive. Murdoch Family Law Firm notices that $729,000 in legal fees that were awarded to the firm Mm -hmm. went missing. That settlement was taken by Alex and the conversation between the firm. Alex's family law firm that's been around for four generations. Yeah. His family law firm confronts him. And then later that day, his wife and his son are murdered. But I still don't understand it, though. Like, I, think I don't that know. He got himself into so much financial financial trouble that he's just too scared to tell his family. I think that, I think that his reputation and his crimes of basically embezzlement, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think his fear of that was worth him killing his son and his wife as a distraction. Yeah, because that's that is what they said in the trial that it was a distraction. And I was just, yeah. that's the only thing it could be, really. Now, the other stuff he does, mm-hmm. I get. Now, 
I guess since Buster wasn't there, like at the end of the day, if Buster was even in like a mile radius, I would have said Buster did it. But so Buster, which in the videos, he gives me killer vibes. He is so creepy, y'all. You gotta go look up. Just look at a photo. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, but also in the videos of like the trial happening, where he's like sitting there watching, you know, his dad on the stand. He's just emotionless, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that even because, smiles at one point. I know, but he was like training, I guess, to be part of the family law firm Mm -hmm. he went to school so i don't know if that's just him practicing what he's been learning to kind of have a Mm -hmm. good poker face in these kind of situations well did he graduate with his law degree because i saw that he got kicked out of school at one point for plagiarism yeah he got was it his in college Uh uh-huh i wonder if it was his first year before like his years before law school because it's you go to college and then law school right but i think that's how that works you know what is kind of perplexing to me (laughs) tell me (laughs) if he got kicked out of college even as a freshman for plagiarism Uh which is a huge deal in college they accept him in the law is that what you're about to say law school how what a coincidence that he was able to be admitted into law school it's the name hampton county it's the name i know i don't know where he went to school at but i don't know anybody would be able to see that though that Mm -hmm. record that he got kicked out yeah so um but what i also thought was interesting since we're kind of on the aspect of the money and and Mm -hmm. possibly alex we're literally going in like 30 different directions but you guys are gonna have to sign up for the basis of the case but we'll i think we'll cover it yeah cover it we'll cover it but what I also thought was interesting was Alec, he was set, there was a, they, I guess, called a hearing mm-hmm. um, because, um, what's her name? Morgan's family was suing for, is restitution the right word? Alimony? I, I don't know. No, you're talking about Mallory. Mallory. Yeah, Mallory's family yes. was suing. Mallory's family was suing and Morgan and Miley's family got in on it too. I don't know. I, I don't know about that. Okay, well, it could have been. I don't. Maybe. I don't know. We. I know for sure that Mallory's family was suing. Mm-hmm. Alec had said that he did not. Basically, he was broke. He could not that. pay. It was ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I mean, for stress. I mean, the stress of losing their daughter yeah. at the hands of his son. Anyway, they were going to have this hearing, and he had to prove through his financial records that he could not pay this i don't know if alimony is the technical term but this money Mm -hmm. and because he had been allegedly embezzling these funds from his family law firm you think that he wants to get up on that stand and show his financial track of where he's been taking this money well to follow on that um in the trial Mm -hmm. um mallory's family's attorney got on the stand and Uh said that we were going to take Alec's name off of the lawsuit, not go after Alec because yeah. he lost his son and wife. And that's unfair. So they were just going to drop it. They were still going to go after like the family itself. Like as like, I, I don't know. An their, entity or something. So, yeah. But they were going to take Alec's name off of it. Why would they do that? Because they felt bad because his uh, Mallory's mom in interview says that because someone said, asked her, is this justice for you? Um, they asked if it was justice and she said, no, it's not. Yeah. She said, I, I would never want that for somebody. That is not justice to me. 
it breaks my heart that such terrible things happen to it. And you can tell they're good people. Mm-hmm. The poor dad, when he lost it, I just, I was like. I couldn't. I could barely hold it together. It makes me never want to go on a boat. <laughs> yeah, first the Titanic, now this. <laughs> sorry (laughs) (laughs) anyway so those in my mind the financial crimes of alec Mm. and i mean yeah the financial crimes of alec those are the that's the only thing that i could see there be a possible motive Mm -hmm. i can't i can't see anything else right so let's like round it back to Mallory's thing since we're talking about Mallory. Yes. Yes. So what happened was what had happened was what had happened was um so they okay so there's Mallory, Morgan and Miley. Miley. And then there's Connor, Anthony and Paul. Yes. So Paul and Morgan are dating, Anthony and Mallory are dating, and Connor and Miley are dating. Correct. And they're a friend group. They're kind of like an Yes, Connor and Anthony are cousins. Yes. But they're just a six-person friend group, and they were like, let's go out to this oyster roast. I don't know what the I guess heck like a, that is. I guess I've like never a heard that. For, for people in South Carolina. See, this is, they're Northerns. They don't. Oysters? Yeah. I don't get it. You if you were in the South, this would be crawfish. Yeah. <laughs> this is mud bug land. No. I've never eaten a crawfish a day in my life. We're literally in Arkansas. <laughs> okay like we're in louisiana or something yeah, right um but anyway so they go to this they're drinking which people reported saying that they were not drinking there they just showed up with a white claw on their hands and a okay. beer and i'm like okay no I they were partying hard that, i can't foresee that a group of six late teens are going to pull up to an oyster roast and mm-hmm. not drink and then there's footage of oh that's who's suing i think it mallory's or morgan's family is suing that gas station for selling the alcohol to paul oh are they i think so i think that's what i heard because or what i listened to well i guess that's heard but (laughs) that's what i heard is that they're because he was using buster's id which buster's like six something paul's like five foot 10 yeah and buster's a redhead like a really bright redhead like they don't look alike no and so anyway and you can see him in the video walking out of the gas station holding up the alcohol like yeah i did it got it and so i think the families are suing that gas station okay and so there's that so they went to this oyster roast or whatever it's called then they there then paul wanted to go to the bar and get out and do shots and stuff like yes. that. And the, everybody was like, no, 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 I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Of course, they all peer pressure. They all went. Yep. Got a little more toasty. And then you see that video, their final video where they're walking back to On the boat. The dock to the boat. Yes. Mallory and Anthony look happy. They're all lovey-dovey. Yeah. Miley and Connor, I don't know why they're together. They don't have the chemistry for me, but whatever. And then Paul and uh, Morgan looks pissed. You could tell they, she does not want to be there. You can tell the, the, the body language between the two mm-hmm. when they're walking. They're separated. Mm-hmm. Paul is like in the front. He's like ready to get on that boat. But they had been telling him, you do not need to drive this boat. Because he was sloshed. They were like, do not drive this boat. But again, peer pressure. So they get on the boat. Mm-hmm. He's driving all reckless. 
And then they end up, I don't know if I'm going too fast in it, but I think we should add in uh-huh. to add to his character, Paul's character. Okay, okay. I wrote this down that in the middle, this kind of pissed me off, but in the middle of the ride, he gets, he lets go of the wheel. He walks over to, cause Morgan's complaining. She's like, yes. stop, whatever. She's yelling at him. Mm-hmm. And he's, what did he say? I didn't write that part down. He's pretty much said, shut up, you effing whore. Oh my god! Or something like that, something vulgar. Yeah, and then slapped her across he the did. face. He did slap her. Yeah, he straight up slapped her across the face. And what made me mad was that all those people, all four other people on that boat, sat there and did nothing about Anthony. I would have, sh- I would have pushed Paul off the boat. Yeah, I'd have been like, put your hands on her again. Like if me and James were out and he saw a man slap a woman, James would come unglued. He'd yeah. be like, absolutely nay nay. Rightfully so. But like. In a group of like six, and you're telling me a guy slapped a chick across the face, and you're all just gonna sit there? I think not. We're mad about him driving. No, I'd be more mad right now about him. If y'all would have pushed him off the boat, we wouldn't be in this mess. Amen. Preach it. It just makes me so mad. And he slaps her, and then she just sits there and cries about it, which understandable. Yeah. And then he goes back to. That's then they try to take. Yeah. Then they try to take the wheel, mm-hmm. and. From him, Connor does. And then he's like, no one's going to drive my effing boat. And he's like screaming at everybody. He's like, get your hands off my wheel. Yes. And then they hit that. What's it called? Not a pillar. It's a pillar, but it's like some documentaries say they hit the actual bridge itself, like the pillar of the bridge. But I saw two today that was like a pillar that was not attached to the bridge. It was just in front like a. It's just like a big concrete. Yeah, they just thing in front of the whacked it hard, went yeah, right hard into enough it enough that they could not find Mallory. Anthony and Mallory went in the water. Everybody else stayed on the boat. Yeah, and Mallory and Anthony went into the water. Which the whole thing is like crazy to me that they saw, Anthony came right back up. I know. I did see a, um, and I think that it was on that Netflix document that little special three-part series mm-hmm. about it but they had somebody look at where their positions were on the boat mm-hmm. so it makes sense as to how some of they got knocked off, off yeah and some didn't yeah which i highly recommend you guys watch that if you haven't it's a three-part mini series and they Netflix. go out of order like we do too they bounce around that whole series because yeah. i was very confused on why they were leaving so much stuff out but then like you'd get in the third episode and they they put the first part in and set it of, all together yeah it yeah. was just it's confusing like we are being but, but interesting it is interesting the whole family's just but anyway so they get in this boat accident mallory goes in the water anthony goes in the water Connor hits his face on the boat and he dislocates his jaw mm-hmm. and uh, Morgan gets some cuts on her hands like her skin gets peeled up a little bit on her hand and then I think Miley's okay I, yeah. I didn't read anything about Miley I didn't, she there was no like damage to her I don't think yeah and so Anthony comes up out of the water and he's screaming for Mal- Mallory cannot they're all in so M's, it's so guys. confusing I'm so sorry so Mallory's like they cannot find her it's completely dark nobody can see her and or hear her or anything like that and and so then Connor dials 911 and in the recording you can hear them screaming in the background for Mallory mm-hmm. and it's just they actually had to um it took four days didn't it eight eight days eight for them to it, find... it was the eighth day that they found her oh my gosh some reports some reports that's how when i was reading articles i knew were wrong because some would say um 
it took three days. And then I saw some that said five. But if you actually look at the reports and stuff, it says eight days. They say a week. It took a week. But it was actually full. They found her on the eighth day. Oh, my gosh. And, of course, at that point, she was deceased. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And what broke my heart is when Anthony's family was like, Anthony never left. Every single day he was down there and just, he wouldn't leave. But so, okay, so the cops come. They call 911 and the cops come. Mm -hmm. And Anthony, you can tell, is drunk. Yeah. Because he's screaming. Paul apparently is smiling at this point. And Anthony is yelling at Paul, you're going to go to effing hell and all this stuff you better wipe that small off your face like stuff like that yeah and um then the officers were trying to calm anthony down and anthony's like do you know who alec murdoch is and they're like yeah we know the name and then anthony's his famous line of good luck he was like that's his son good luck oh my gosh and he's right yeah he's right and as a wife of a police officer Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. Say it. Explain to me how, and this is from me having a conversation with James. Explain to me how not one person did a sobriety or a field test or whatever it's called on him. Yeah. Like on any of them. Because they didn't know who the driver was at first. Because everyone was saying, or not everyone, Paul was saying it was Connor. Yeah. And Paul, no one, they the ambulance um paramedics and the officers and everybody said that he was being belligerent like they would not he wouldn't sit still he wouldn't get checked out he was very he was causing a fight yes and i'm t- why did no one do any test on him these are all underage kids by the way yes and then two hours later then they take his blood at the hospital because the hospital has to and it was three times the legal limit two hours later oh my gosh so this is kind of the beginning of of the end essentially um everybody's really torn up that mallory has passed i mean this is the result of drunk driving essentially but paul i mean even from the time that they were there on the scene didn't own up to it Mm -hmm. so time passes and what's do you know what's next on the timeline after that happened well i want to add to is they went to the hospital mm-hmm. and alec and his randolph the grandfather yes both showed up to the hospital and i saw in the trial thing mm-hmm. they had their badges on for a solicitor or something i don't know what that is i should have googled it before this but i have no idea what that is but you get a badge for it and um they they showed up and you can see in the image their badges attached to their hips. And then they're trying to go to each room saying, shut up, pretty much. Don't say who is driving. I'm your attorney now. And Morgan told the nurse, she was like, get him away from me. Like, he's not allowed in my room. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently the nurses came out and said, too, that they weren't allowed to say this. I guess they're not supposed to. But they were like, they told Morgan's mom, you need to get him away from her. Yeah. Because it's she's not safe. There's video footage of them, of Alec and Randolph walking up and down the halls of the mm-hmm. hospital. And you can tell that they are just scheming, like trying to keep them to keep everybody. Keep their mouths shut. Because they don't want anything being said until they can, I guess, clear Paul's name is is what I'm thinking. Yes. 
almost said 100%, but yes, Hundo P. <laughs> they just didn't want Paul in trouble. And so, yeah. and so then before we jump even further, Connor's dad, Alec reached out to Connor's dad and they had a secret meeting and Alec was like, choose the room you want. This was at their firm. Yeah. Choose the room you want. I turned my phone off. You're not being set up here. Very like obviously trying to make him feel comfortable. Set up. And he was like yes. pretty much saying like Connor was driving and everybody, which really upsets me that it was even into question. Like the detectives in the interviews and stuff were like, well, we don't know who was driving because everyone's saying something different. No. Five out of the six people were saying who was driving. Yeah. So there should be no question about it. So if I get in a car accident and I got another person in the passenger seat and I'm drinking and driving and I get in a car accident, and I was like, no, 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 she was driving. You're going to go for my word with it. No, absolutely. I think the absolutely. because of his name, the officers were just really sorry really sled, but you need to get it together. Amen. You can so tell that the authority there is really walking on eggshells to try and they don't want to say the wrong thing around him or they mm -hmm. don't want to say something that might be potentially bad for them i'm sure and i kind of get it because like when you're low on the food chain like i get that you don't want to cause problems so yeah. you don't get like effed off mm -hmm. so i get i do get it but, but also where is the justice in the system yes and like your character like that says a lot about you yes. when you just sit there and like bend over and take it like, yeah, 100% and it just uh, like I would be upset if like my spouse came home and I he was telling me about his day and he didn't stand up for himself or something like the whole idea is to serve and protect yes and I'm so pro-police like I shout out to the LEOs out there and love mm -hmm. you but I just sled mm -mm. not uh, nay, nay. that's not it no nope. nay major through the nay, whole nay. thing until until the murders until of the, Paul and Maggie. Yes. They did better. They did do better. And I think, I mean, I think it was noticed by people that live in that county mm -hmm. as well. Because well, once again, they've, I mean, kind of gotten away with. Paul never had any repercussion for that. My, the boat accident. Maybe I need to eat my words because... In the boating accident, did Sled even take over? I, I need to look it up. Did I wonder if it was either their county or Sled took it over. I want to say the county was there first for the boating accident. I believe so. Because that's when they were like, you know, Alec. Because Sled is like our state police. Yes. So like, Jay, like someone from North Arkansas is not going to know who my husband is. Right. Because they just, it's huge. Like it's a million people. So yeah. Sled doesn't know Alec like that i don't think so maybe i should eat my words in the sense of saying that they messed up it could have been the county because they might have been scared because it's political I think the county definitely was scared because the murdochs own the county they were like the head honchos of the county they were the law that's what it says in all the documentaries they are the law they might have not been police officers, but look they were their, the law. Look at their law firm. Mm -hmm. It takes up half the city. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> the, it's like a literal block. Yeah. So Alex's name was highly, highly regarded as, again, I don't know that I want to say respected. Respected by some, maybe, mm -hmm. but everybody in town knows who they are. Mm -hmm. And that's. I think they're more feared than anything. Connotation. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, Absolutely. so let's go to the night of June 7th. I think that's the day. 
June Can I be wrong? 7th. Hold on, I'm pretty sure it Let's is. Take a looky loo. June the 7th, 2021. Look at you, Ashley. I know. June the 7th is when the 911 call comes in. At 10.07. Yes. Um, the story goes that Alec had been visiting his mother who was suffering um, Alzheimer's or oh. dementia. She's a dementia patient, I think. Oh, I could Alzheimer's be Alzheimer's disease. Oh, just kidding. Okay. I mean, kind of, kind of. Close enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> same thing. No disrespect. I know. <laughs> I know so many people with both. So I. <laughs> you guys were sorry. Okay. Yeah. We're not medical professionals. Like clearly. <laughs> I, clearly. I'd have to um, WebMD this. <laughs> Let me take a quick look on Mayo Watch a couple Clinic. episodes of Grey's. I don't know. <laughs> so, anywho, the 911 call comes through the night of June 7th. Alec calls in frantic that because he has found his wife, Maggie, and his son, Paul, dead, laying on the ground. They live on this large estate. So mm-hmm. They've got this beautiful house, and they've got these dog kennels. They had a ton of dogs. It was made out of an airplane hanger? Yes, Correct. So that's like if you think of an airplane hanger, that's what it looks like. Yes. And um, so Alec had just been coming back from visiting his mom and kind of taking care of her. His dad was currently, Randolph was currently at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, He had had cancer. Mm -hmm. So he was being treated there. Um, So he comes back home and finds his wife and son dead on the ground and calls 911. So he calls 911. He's on the phone with his dispatcher. He's, I mean, frantic. You can hear it in his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, oh, hey, don't touch them. And he's like, I already did. I tried to, you know, flip them over to see if I could check a pulse. Um, and then. Which the is important. Arrive. Yes, it is important. The police arrive. And they kind of, after a few hours later, he kind of calms down a bit. And they do, they take a statement from him. Mm-hmm. His first interview. Yes. And this was videoed as well. It started raining outside, so they moved it inside of a car. Mm-hmm. And um, he kind of walked them through his day. So he had gone to work. He um, came home. They had they all had dinner together. Maggie had had an appointment in Charleston, like a doctor's appointment. Um, but he, Paul, and Maggie were all home. They had dinner together. And then Maggie and Paul went out to check on the dogs. Mm-hmm. Paul said, or Alec, I'm sorry, said that he took a little nap on the couch about 30 minutes or so. And then he decided to go check on his mom almost immediately after waking up. So he calls Maggie. She doesn't answer. He said she's usually pretty good about answering, but it, you know he didn't think too much of it. So he texts her and tells her, hey, I'm going to go check on mom. Mm-hmm. He leaves and then he's, you know, with his mom. Maggie never texts him back. So he said that was a little bit unusual because she's usually pretty good about at least texting back. And then he comes home. And he said he was gone for about an hour and a half. Yes. He said he was gone for about an hour and a half. Um, he comes back home and then there he sees they're dead. Mm-hmm. I want to note that. The clothes that he was wearing were different from the clothes that he had on in a previous Snapchat video that Paul had taken. Because mm-hmm. he was wearing like a polo and slacks yes, or like, something. Like work clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't 
isn't that not normal? I mean, I change when I get home from work too, except for the fact that he, the, the clothes that he wore to work were different from that dresser and pants that mm-hmm. were in that Snapchat video. So he gets home from work, changes into a button down shirt and some khakis mm-hmm. and then changes again into a shirt and shorts. And in the trial or his testimony, he said that he did that because it was hot and sweaty outside. So he went inside and took a shower. I saw that too, where he said he was taking some medication that made him oh, yeah. sweat so a little bit The more. drugs. Yeah. yeah. And so, but he never mentioned a shower. And I feel like that's important. Where are these details coming from? Yeah. So it, when he's having this interview in the car with um, the police and sled at this point, um, it was sled. Mm-hmm. Was in it? that yes. one it was. Yeah, in the car. Um, you can tell it's been a couple hours, so he's kind of trying to cooperate and give them as much detail as he can, mm-hmm. and then he just completely breaks down. And then you see the detectives who put their hands on their sh- on his shoulders, and they're yeah. like, "It's okay." And I'm like, hmm, "I get they're trying to be comforting, but at the same time, is that appropriate? I don't sketchy. know. I don't know. But at that point, they didn't think it was him. No." So, I mean, I get it. They're humans. And this grown it's man is to watch somebody who just and found, they just saw like two dead bodies. Yes. And they were and not the in good part, condition. No. I mean, and Alec even says in the interview with Sled in the car, um, he said they did my boy so wrong. And this is where he really breaks down because he said that you could see Paul's brain. Did you did you see that where they said where he said they did him so wrong? But the detective heard him say, I, I did him so wrong. Yes. And I heard they like both. I, I heard, heard they. they too. But if I really concentrate and listen, I can see where they yeah. can come up with that. I but think that maybe is a little. Reaching. I don't think they shouldn't have. I don't think that should have been part of their evidence because so that's just like, what is reaching. that hearsay or something? Yeah. Like, or not hearsay, but like you just. It's like the, just because you think you hear it doesn't mean that's what he said. It's like the dress. Yeah. Like the blue gold dress. Yes. It is black and blue, but it, I will fight to the death that it is black it is, and blue. It is okay, black and thank blue. God, or we're not going to be I friends never, anymore. I never saw it I've be never gold seen and white. white. Never, never. I remember when that like popped off. Was that made up? Like, were people just saying that to be no, different? No, I, I had friends that were like, I don't see how you see black and blue. I don't get it. That's I can understand so like gray if you squint your eyes a little bit and turn your head. But I don't, I don't see white and gold. I don't either. It's, it's just plain as day, black and blue. Yeah. Okay. We've kind of gone. But that's not evidence. Like just because I say yes. it's doesn't make blue it fact. and black does not make it fact. Yeah. Correct. I don't think Correct. they should have brought that up in the test, in the, in the trial. trial. I don't either. I don't think that's right. But I do not either. I'm not an attorney or a defense attorney or a, or it wasn't the defense. It was the prosecutor. Um, so three days after Alec finds his son and wife dead, his father passes. Um, he had cancer to my understanding. He had a lot of health problems. So he passes. Um, and then on the 14th, so a week later, Mm -hmm. the coroner report comes out. Um, Maggie and Paul had multiple gunshot wounds and the time of death was estimated between nine and nine thirty PM. 
which kind of makes sense. The call from Alec to 911 was at 1007. It happens at 1007, which that about adds up, I would think. Right? Yeah. I saw some reports that said that it could be anywhere between 850 and 930, but they're shooting towards more 850. Oh, really? Because when their phones locked and they never reopened their phone and people were texting and calling them and their phones were never touched again. Oh, wow. It, I think it was like 852 or something like that is when the phones just stopped being used because they can tell when you unlock your phone now. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, it said that their phone had not it was locked and not had not been unlocked since then. You know what I have been struggling with thinking about? And this this is still on the the page of of alec finding them Mm -hmm. dead what's so hard for me to kind of conceptualize is if alec did it which Mm -hmm. he was found guilty but if he did it they were paul and maggie were positioned right next to each other i don't think that they had they weren't right next to each other i mean they were a good like 15 feet from each other were they yeah because they think what happened was is paul got shot first Maggie saw it. Tried to run. Tried to run. I don't know if she was running away or towards Paul. I don't know. I want to say away. And she was trying to run away and she got shot. Oh my gosh. So she was, a, they weren't like right next to each other because he was almost in a room mm-hmm. and she was like on the outskirts of the other building. Okay. Like, because I saw like a dead, like where the bodies were laying and they're not by each other, but they could, you could see each body. I just saw the blurred out pictures of like the. Yeah. I, maybe they were like blurting out like the brain or something (laughs) it's not funny but probably i mean they might have been but from what i saw today on that 2020 thing they looked kind of far i need to watch that 2020 episode because i have not be 100 wrong though don't no no i I definitely am i think i'm just making (laughs) we're just chatting you guys we're just talking um that that's been hard for me to kind of picture Mm -hmm. um was who was who was shot first because that was a detail that i did yeah not know. they said that they think paul was because they said that it looked as if maggie was running i don't know if she was running towards him like yeah or away I, i'm not sure but why would why would alec want to kill paul i don't know and i think so another reason why they think i I don't know if I'm making this part up again, but I want to say Paul was shot with a shotgun. They were shot with two different guns. Yes. So I think it was to make it like two different people. Yes. But Paul was shot with a shotgun, which is a close range. You don't just shoot. They were, and to clarify, they were both shot at close range. Yes. But with two different guns. But Maggie was shot with an AR-15 or whatever. It was called like a 300 blackout or something. It was an AR type of gun. Yes. So she could have been a little bit farther away. Yeah. But I don't know. The whole thing's just a little it doesn't make sense to me. No. It doesn't make it would I can see where like it could be two people though. The only other person that I could think it maybe Alec it, it talked into getting involved would be his drug dealer. Eddie. Eddie. I think that was his name. Yes. The one that he was also in an incident with after mm-hmm. this whole debacle. Which we'll get to that too. Yeah. But other than that, I I don't know. I've really been struggling with a motive. I mean, other than the financial stuff, but 
Gosh. So after June 14th, the financial stuff starts to hit the fan. A statement yes. gets released and all that stuff. And then September 4th is what we're about to talk about with Eddie is that Alec Murdoch makes another call, a 911 phone call mm-hmm. to obviously 911 and yes. says, um, Hey, I was changing a flat tire. Someone stopped to help me and they sh- tried to kill me. They shot me. Yeah. And, um, And he was like, and they were like, okay, uh, <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> I don't think the dispatcher knew what the hell to do because they were just like, okay. okay. Um. Yeah. So then they, oh, we forgot to talk about a whole other thing. Oh, gosh. I just what? thought about that. Stephen Smith. Oh, no. He should have been number one. Uno. But it's okay. We'll go back to that. We'll Because we'll at the end. It. I have we have an update yes. on him. Yes. But anyway, so Alec Murdoch gets shot in the head, but it's a superficial, superficial wound. wound. Yeah. I mean it like grazed it like, him. Yes, yeah. Grazes so him. he's fine pretty much, but he can't drive, so then he has to get uh, was Flown. he med flighted? He was to Savannah, Georgia. Okay. And then um come to find out, he comes out with a a statement the very next day uh-huh saying that he's resigning from his family's law firm made lots of decisions i truly regret what he says and then um he says that so he comes out and says i made a few decisions i regret and then the law firm came out with their own statement yes. was like nay nay that's not all you did yeah we're gonna dive into it and then they put out a statement with all the details basically saying that he mis misappropriated funds, funds. yeah yes yes so after after his law firm kind of cuts ties with him for that on the 8th so just 2 days later South Carolina Supreme Court disbars Alec so he is no longer allowed to practice law period So now things are really falling apart in his life Well I mean a statement comes out from your family's law firm cutting mm-hmm. ties with you because you've been misappropriating funds, stealing this money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needs to be disbarred. So he was. <laughs> and then on the 14th, it comes out that Mur- Murdoch, Alec, arranged the shooting. Yes. So he paid, what was it, like $10,000 or something? 6000 20000 like something like that. I know that he deposited two checks under 9000 or it was under 10,000, but it was like 9,000 something. And then at the couple days later, um, Eddie deposited like a $23,000 check or some, some change yes. or something like that. And so he was paid some, but yeah, he gets arrested. Eddie gets arrested. And so does, um, Alec for Which, conspiracy to commit insurance fraud. Yes. Because what he was trying to do was he really was trying. I, I mean, I believe trying to get Eddie to kill him so that Buster, his still alive son, could collect this life insurance policy, Mm -hmm. which was $10 million. But it doesn't happen that way. And what I think is funny is that Eddie, who also is his drug dealer, comes out and says after they've been arrested, if he would have told me about this or something, he would not still be alive. I can tell you that much. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of funny because he's like, saying that there was no arrangement conspiracy yeah. yeah but then who shot him i mean it was eddie yeah it was eddie eddie's just a drug and He's so and then we find out that there's out. they've been like dealing drugs mm-hmm. like for the last decade 
Which, out of other counties. There's like every every time something comes out about this case, it's like a huge twist. Mm-hmm. It's just like more and more and more keeps getting added on that Alec is like living this double life where he's like stealing money and like that's why it's called the Southern Scandal. I know. Northern Southern, but what a good title. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yes, they they do both get arrested. Um and then uh Alex's attorney, Richard Harputlian, Harputlian, uh, don't get me, I don't know, <laughs> something like that. Richard Harputlian uh, goes on the Today Show, um, or he tells NBC that Alec was depressed. He was trying to get off of this opioid addiction, um, but believed his insurance policy had a suicide clause. He's taking like sixty pills a day, which is insane yeah i take Which, five and i think that's insane and look his face is not so opiates, scary let me clarify it's not drugs not so, but like i take or whatever it's called i i take normal prescribed drugs Everybody, five five a day they are prescription yes but 60 pills that's insane that's insanity no wonder he's sweating all the time how he was that's what i'm saying so like i'm not saying he's fat i'm not fat shaming anybody but he was a bigger guy yeah after he gets arrested he lost a bunch a of weight ton of weight but like i always thought drugs made you skinnier i know like meth and stuff does obviously but like i would think I guess, pills too because I, I would mm, think it would suppress your appetite unless it did the opposite yeah you're right but he's also a southern man yeah so he's probably eating in the mashed potatoes fried chicken them oysters <laughs> not the oyster roast yeah oh gosh i doubt they're eating them crawfish because they ain't the south mm-mm, mm-mm. that's the north y'all yeah uh anyway so yeah his attorney comes out and says that you know he was uh, plotting suicide but it doesn't work what i think is crazy he was released on bond and didn't have to pay anything they just let him go i know well you know the hearing that um the hearing that uh they were supposed to have where he was going to show that he did not have the funds to pay back the family Mm -hmm. for gloria that hearing never happened because his son and his wife died Mm -hmm. so there again is a distraction it's gotta be him i mean I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm like, the, the, all these things keep coming out. We were talking about right before we started recording. I was saying that it, it just looks so convincing. Mm-hmm. Like when he's in these videos and he's talking to like sled and these police officers, but then Ashley made a good point. She was like, he's an attorney. That's like their he's job is to get up there and act practice down to the T in how they tell their like, cause that's before you go into a trial or a, mm-hmm. like before you testify, they coach you pretty much how to act how to respond how to what not to say language yes and so of course he knows he's gonna he's putting that into practice he knows practicing law since like the what 80s or something 70s 80s 80s i think but and then what's funny is he so when he's in jail he makes many calls with buster kind of back and forth to you know check in on things and they're all recorded but there's one those recordings those recordings you guys gotta listen to them he asks buster are they putting down a netflix special about this yes <laughs> which tells me they're probably gonna come out with more episodes <laughs> yeah but did you see the gambling one 
Where yes, where, where Buster, Buster was literally gambling. went to Las Vegas while his dad is sitting in prison, and his dad's like, maybe you should wear a hat and sunglasses next time. And, and I'm like, just, the, the the conversation is so casual, mm-hmm. like it's just so casual, and I'm like, I'd be pooping my pants. And Buster's like, so like, uh huh. He just seems no. so unaffected. Like, yeah, he just one worded answers. Yes. But he sounds like a spoiled brat. That's what he... I couldn't tell if it was like he was scared because he knew the calls were recorded and he was kind of scared about maybe like what his dad would say mm-hmm. or like what, how he's supposed to react. Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of felt about it. But then I was like, he just seemed so unbothered. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't make my mind up on that. So then the judge makes him go to rehab, Alec. He has to go to rehab. hmm and he gets released on October 14th and is arrested in, in Florida upon his release from the drug facility. Um, they charge him with two fe- felony counts of obtaining property by false pretenses after investigation into millions of dollars and went missing. So they arrested him for the, for the law firm stuff. Yes. And then October 19th, they deny his bond and he's has to undergo a psychiatric evaluation. Which is the best thing that that judge could have done mm-hmm. denying his bond mm-hmm. because look at how much money he's got to his name yeah he, well they say he's in crazy debt I'm like sure, every well, property that he owns he has a loan on it he's none of it's paid for like those little dirt bike thingies he has the what are they called uh not a four-wheeler but a. I know you're talking about a i bet some people are listening to this and screaming the answer right now what is that thing called oh my god it's gonna bother me not a doom buggy. I'm looking it up. A, a no, it's not an ATV. It's a. Why can't we think of this? Vehicles I don't own one. Similar to four wheeler. To four wheeler. People are like, yeah, they're from the South. Four wheeler. Have you tried a three wheeler? We had one growing up. <laughs> off road, off side, off. I'm about oh to yell gosh, at my husband and ask him because his his buddies have some. Uh, oh my god, this is really bothering me. Why is the answer not so readily available? <laughs> it's not a four wheeler because it's like smaller than a four wheeler. No, I think we're thinking of two different things. Oh, are we? I'm thinking of that four seater thing. It looks like a truck, but it's an outdoor like like a golf cart. <laughs> Hold, please. Ask James. I'm asking him right now. Okay, and we're back. It's a side by side. <laughs> I had to go ask my husband. <laughs> I had to do a little trivia there. Side by side, and it's like something. Anyway, mm-hmm. he he owned a bunch of those, and they were not paid off and stuff like that. So, and those Just are expensive. An example of living above your means. Mm-hmm. They don't know how he was making it. So what he was doing was he was like his loans and stuff were falling behind. Mm -hmm. He would steal a couple million from the law firm, pay off all that stuff, and he'd be back at zero and then start all over again. He was living like... Which how did... Sorry, my phone just went off. How... This was my question. Because don't they have a bookkeeper? You know what I mean? Like, how did the law firm not notice? And maybe it was just a couple grand at a time. But I feel like if I was this giant family law firm that has got such a reputation to my name, why would they mm-hmm. not have a bookkeeper that's checking I don't know. on these funds? 
because this was going on for a while it had yeah, to have 10 been. years oh my gosh he said a good in the in his testimony or his trial or whatever they said it was a good 10 years this is so crazy to me but this whole case is just bewilders me so let's go back to the murders because okay. the only evidence they have mm-hmm. or had when they because in an interview his like third interview they were like look we have no other suspects su- suspects but you yeah you're the only one who was there whatever they did not have the video yet it was a the, year the later video. yes it was a year later they find this snapchat video well, they don't find it. It's presented to them. This Snapchat video of. Did Paul take the video on his Snapchat? It wasn't a Snapchat video. Oh, it wasn't. He was. OK, so his best friend. Oh, yes. He was watching his dog. Was watching his dog. Yes. And he something was wrong with the dog's tail. So he's videoing the tail to then send it to his friend. So that he could kind of keep tabs on the dog. Yes. And he never sent it. And this was the night of the murder, the murder, by the way. Yes. This is when they were at the dog kennels. Yes. And Alex said he was not there. Mm-hmm. He was so, at his mom's house. A year later, they finally unlocked Paul's phone. It took the officers a year to get that phone unlocked. That is wild. And uh, yeah, it's just insane. It took a year. And so they unlock it. And sure enough, this video pops up of Maggie in the background talking to Alec. And, and you can hear Alec. You can hear both of their voices clear as day. Yes. And he has a distinct voice yeah like his accent is un it's very it's very recognizable yes what was the timestamp on this video do we know it was like eight it was dark out i mean you can see in the video it's dark out have it written down let's see but you can hear alec and maggie talking in the back and so of course they're gonna be like well we thought that you weren't home we thought that you were at your mom's house and of course are they gonna his mother not to sound ugly but like his mother has alzheimer's you know what i mean so that's not like a super reliable alibi for him to be gone because mm-hmm. they they sound like they can go question her let me see do we want to pause it here so we can find the timestamp? yeah okay brb guys okay we figured out the time so prosecutors found the video on paul's phone once they finally got it unlocked and the video was recorded at 8 44 p.m and i lied earlier when i said it was 8 52 that their phones were locked they were locked at 8 49 and not reopened five minute difference between the video that paul took of gibson that's his friend gibson's dog and when their phones locked for the last time yeah and people were calling and texting them yes they were they had he had text messages and stuff like that so and you're telling me like a guy who snapchats a million times a day because he does because they scrolled through a snapchat yeah. on one of the docs and it's all it was. he just didn't check his phone i check absolutely my phone not. all the time absolutely not so they get gibson which is paul's friend who was that his dog paul gets up on the stand and he identifies the voices in the video as mm-hmm. Maggie and as Alec. They had three witnesses come up and identify the voice on I the mean, stand. Again, if you if you guys have seen videos, if you've like seen this on the news, if you've seen clips, Alec has a very I wonder if I can play it distinct it's voice. Not like, but 
that's the main evidence. Here, I got the video pulled up. I'm going to put the, I guess we can clip it again here. We got some editing to do tonight. And then yeah, I can probably put it up next to the. Okay, try it. You can't hear it. You can't hear it, but. All your work. <laughs> We're leaving that in. Here, I have it pulled up. <laughs> oh. On TMZ. Oh, wait. Oh, you got it? Tonight, Alec Murdoch's alibi potentially destroyed by his son's own video. Get back. Get back. Prosecutors revealing a 58-second cell phone video recorded by Paul Murdoch directly contradicting Alec Murdoch's story, placing him at the murder scene minutes before his wife and son were shot to death. In the video, you can see Paul going into a pen on the family property to check on a friend's dog. In the background, you hear other voices. Hey, he's got a bird in his mouth! Hey, Bubba. That's a guinea! This is a chicken. Come here, Bubba. Come here, Bubba. Come here, Bubba. Murdoch claims he didn't go... That is 100% his voice. That was him. Because, I mean, even even if all you watch are the videos of him talking to um, Sled, like after the murders, mm -hmm. you can hear when he's got that emotion in his voice and just like right there where he was yelling for the dog. Same person. Yeah. Without a doubt, without a question in my mind, that was Alec. Yes. I... That's the main evidence. When the jury came out and said, because they, they, it only took them three hours to deliberate. Mm -hmm. There was... Two people that said not guilty, one person that was iffy, and then the rest were the other nine, I think, guilty. were guilty. They'd also found the T-shirt the and shorts that Alec was wearing after he changed that night. Mm -hmm. They had seen on the shirt that there were like some mud or something. Mm -hmm. And they said that had he been the one behind the gun, not the ballistics, but like it, the way that the mud would have shot back mm -hmm. places him right there mm -hmm. and now the thing the defense came back and said that the reason why he is not um they didn't go by um sorry my brother and my niece are texting me so i'm like what <laughs> she's in the other room so i'm who knows what she needs um but the defense argued that because he the, he did have gunshot residue apparently, mm -hmm. and they argued was because he went inside when he called nine one one. He went inside and grabbed a gun for safety, just in case there was people still there that was yeah. doing the shooting, and that's how he got the the yeah. residue on him was because he touched another gun, and he shoots. They they have twenty five mm -hmm. guns. They had a lot of guns, not to mention that. The gun that had shot both of them, yes, were missing mm -hmm. out of his collection. They were missing. So, I mean, just all this evidence. There was a TikTok of a guy who flew his drone over Alex's yes. house. Was it a TikTok? It might have been in a doc, but it was in the Netflix documentary docuseries oh okay 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 and so he flew the drone and he thought his house was being searched yes but it wasn't it was alec and them unloading guns the sled was not even there no it, it was, was them taking guns out of the house and loading them into a truck insane which, you guys evidence 
thank goodness that guy was there and took that drone video, which I mean, I don't think he was brought up in trial, though. It's illegal to do because he was on private property. Oh, is it? Flying a drone. I think it's different in every state. Oh, I I don't know. Because like in some states, you can't record like the opposite party without them knowing. But in some states, you can. So I wonder Mm, if that like. Maybe. We'll Still, thank goodness the he's there and that video exists, mm-hmm. you know. I think that's crazy you can't film in the sky. That is really weird, isn't it? I mean, I get it's private property. Like, I wouldn't want somebody flying a drone over my house if I'm, like, sunbathing in the back. But yeah, yeah. Still, I don't own the sky. <laughs> Even though you can buy property now. Like, have you seen that where you can buy property, like, what? in an, al- not an alternative universe, but, uh, um, like, in the... In- like the earth is on your computer no like the earth is on your computer and you can buy spaces in the air oh people are ridiculous yes something like that people will buy anything yeah pieces of the air (laughs) like like the area above your house i own they just got a grid i should know more about this i took a real estate class and there's (laughs) something about like the Look, I took like three weekends in a row of a real estate, 300 hours or something like that. It was probably like 72 hours, but Ashley P. Aerospace Realtor. <laughs> it wasn't about that. It was about like the, it was the, not the air, but like you own your property and above it. So like you can build six stories because you own that property, like you own up high does that how, make sense how, okay here's here's my question though how would somebody build over top your house without touching your i'm property? not saying that i'm saying you could build like <laughs> i think six that, stories up on your house because you own the air above it would they have to own the air above it to build on top I, of their look, property i sound so <laughs> stupid right now no. but i'm being serious i don't know that's gonna be episode four yeah i'll research (laughs) it how to own air above your property you can own air question mark yeah Yeah. bottle it up and oh god that's another tangent that i want to go on but oh geez okay never mind anyway so yeah that snapchat video gets played in court Mm -hmm. and gibson which is again the friend of paul identifies that is alex voice without a doubt Mm mm-hmm so, I mean, that for me just kind of puts the nail in the coffin. So then, that's of what course, the jury said. They the said that jury that's said what... guilty, mm-hmm. which is what he is founded. And that's kind of where we're at in the case mm-hmm. is he's found guilty. Gloria's body his the the um, maid, the yep. housekeeper. Yes. She, to my knowledge, has still not been exhumed. Not yet. Um, because they because they never thought that there was foul play involved. They did not do an autopsy. So they said it was all natural causes. And so then the coroner now in today's time went over the paperwork and she's like, no, that's not right. It's not, it's not a thing. Yeah. So, um, they're going to exhume her and kind of see if they can get some more. Yeah. So like, let's backtrack a little bit. Okay. Why I don't like Buster or the reason why I'm iffy about Buster. So the first murder in 2015 was a kid named, well, they, okay, so it's not a murder. Yeah, well, okay. So Stephen Smith was found, uh, a boy was found in the road. A car driving by saw him and he was laying in the road dead. Mm-hmm. They, they called, called 911. The they called 911 and the police came out or whatever. And they said they ruled it as a hit and run. He was hit 
like he ran out of gas and he was walking and somebody hit him and then they ruled it as that yeah rumor around the town was that mm-hmm. buster was in a secret relationship with steven and it was very unhurt we're in the south i mean mm-hmm. iffy if they're in the south but it's, it's not looked it's not it's frowned upon yes. unfortunately sadly it yes. is i hate it but it is and that would not bode well for Buster and his family. Let's no, just put it that way. Yeah, it's just, it's so sad that that's even a thing, but there it is for that Southern in 2015, for sure it was. Yes. And so everyone was like, Buster and him had a secret relationship and he was going to come, he wanted to come out and tell everybody yes. and Buster wanted to shut him up. So then this wasn't multiple people. So Stephen was texting somebody or was on the phone with somebody and said, I think someone's following me. And then his friend was like, okay, well, don't just go walking around. And then they said that he called Buster, said, hey, I'm out of gas. Can you come help me? Yeah. And then Buster had been in the vicinity. Is that that what you're saying? And wasn't Stephen was tutoring him. Yes. And so that's how they they do have ties to each other. Mm -hmm. So the relationship is speculation i think is true yeah but they do have ties to one another so i just wanted to put that out there too yes so apparently the rumor has it is that steven called buster and was like hey i ran out of gas can you come help me mm-hmm. and buster showed up with like two other guys yeah and then they beat the crap out of him. and of course buster's not going to do anything because he would that would be the end all be all if mm-hmm. steven had come out and said we're in a relationship mm-hmm. in it the crazy thing is that blows my mind. Here's another thing with the police. I don't know if it was sled. I don't know if it was county. I don't know if it was city. I don't know what department it was, right. but it's a hit and run. You get hit by a car. The first thing that happens is your shoes fall off every single time. Like I, it's a known fact. Like you could Google it and it's a fact. Your yep. shoes come off. No matter how tight they are, they fly off your feet. His shoes are intact. His clothes are intact. He was laying dead center of the middle of the road, like on the line, which there's no way that would have happened. No, your body would go flying. Yes. There's a YouTuber that I watched that got hit by a car. Oh, my God. And um, there's not footage of it. But they said the first thing that happened was our shoes flew off and we went flying like you just don't. They were fine. Obviously, they broke like her pelvis and stuff. But she but you go flying that you just don't get hit and gonna, lay flat on the ground yes he was placed he so was definitely placed there it makes no sense that they ruled it as a hit and run that was sloppy police work and yep. it was just they didn't want to take the time no to investigate and it, that's the, so unfortunate for steven so then steven's family hired a private investigator and Good then on them and the investigator was like I've interviewed multiple people and every single one Buster's name comes up. Yep. Every single one. Yep. And in old records, it comes up and it's just. So anyway, Stephen, they announced on what day was that on? Like a couple days ago, like just a couple days ago. Yeah, this was recent. When I texted you on when was I drunk texting you? (laughs) It was either Tuesday (laughs) or Wednesday night. It was Tuesday because I went and had prime rib. So I didn't eat that. James had prime rib. I ate a club sandwich. But Mm. we went to the casino. (laughs) Um, After the casino, I was like doing my research while I was drinking. And um, I saw 52 minutes ago, it said they announced that they're exhuming his body. And it's it's ruled as a homicide. Which is so good. Because A, 
Alec and the Murdochs aside, Stephen's family needs those answers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They deserve it. His friends, his family, they need that justice and those answers. And B, for this case, they definitely need the answers mm-hmm. because Buster was involved with Stephen to Oh, some and that capacity. was brought up in the prison phone calls too. Buster brought up that Stephen, um, there's the rumors are still going around and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah, they talked about it. I don't remember the word for word of it, but they, they did bring it up in the why would they bring that up? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Buster. Yeah. Buster. Buster boy. I was about to say. Never mind. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, he. So there was Stephen, Gloria, Mallory, Paul, and Maggie all tied to the Murdochs. Yep. And it's just. That's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly. For a small town. Yes. That's it's bonkers and just think every single time something has come out related to this case it like we said earlier it's been such a twist new things are added to this case and this story all the time so that it's just that's kind of where we're presently at alex been found guilty now we await gloria to be exhumed and steven to be exhumed so I'm trying to look through my stuff. Let's see if there's anything else we should Yes, add. it says in the jailhouse calls talking about Gloria, Stephen, and Sled. Okay. Just going over my notes, make sure I don't forget something. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I think it's just been a wild ride. I think that if... Oh, yeah, the 21st law firm presenting Stephen Smith's mother says investigators have ruled the mysterious 2015 death as a homicide. Mm-mm-mm. I think that once we once we get more updates on this case, we like hopefully the them exhuming Gloria and Stephen, and that will provide more answers one way or the other. See, I don't know if they did an autopsy. I don't know if they're going to exhume Stephen. I know. I don't know if they did an autopsy. I assume they did because it was a hit and run. Or a hit in quotes. Hit and run. Yeah. But I think that's something that they're going to investigate further. Yes. They, they should. Anyway. Yeah. Feels my kid. That's what I'm saying. But definitely once they exhume Gloria and more details, because more details will come out. Mm-hmm. But who are they going to charge, Maggie? <laughs> they can't. I don't know. The only person left to arrest is Buster, because it's almost pointless to charge um, Alex. Alec. Alec. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how we spell his name. It's so stupid. What is the point of the X? I don't get it. Hey, we're Ashley and Haley and people spell it funky. That's well, because there's like 14 billion ways. To say- there's one way to spell Alec. Yeah. And it isn't A-L- with an X. A-L-E-C. <laughs> but like, people are weird. Anyway, this case, you guys, was... It, it was wild. It was wild. I mean, it was all over the news, too. So... Mm-hmm. It's been widely, widely covered, but as more details come out, which I'm sure they will, we'll definitely have to make a, a second parter. Yeah. So, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, he was charged with life. He was charged with life without yeah. the possibility of parole. And he has not been fully convicted yet of his financial, 100 financial crimes. I just read that. Yeah, I put that in my notes. So, he has not been charged yet. I mean, he's been charged, but he hasn't been convicted so he's going to get more time 
yeah. once he's convicted. But I mean, what's it? What's the point? He's going to get like 450 years. I, you or know, something. I thought that that I was like, what's the point? But then again, say like, I, I want to say, I don't remember where I saw this, but there was a case out there where the jury ended up. So you can't be a felon and be on the jury or juror or whatever. Yeah. And so there was a case recently that got overturned because that's getting retried because they found out one of the jury members were a felon. A felon. Oh, wow. So unless something like that happens where his, it gets completely like they find out something like it was messed with or not anything like that. With, but yeah. just like something that then he's off, not off. They'll retry him, but he's off the hook. Then he's going to be out of jail but if he gets charged with these other things, he's going to be in jail for right those back things. In. That's a hundred financial crimes. Yeah. So it's probably good that he will be charged just in case, God forbid, they do find out he didn't kill his family. He's still going to be in jail no matter oh what. Because he's going to have those years. Yeah. This is... I, I hope at the end of the day, mm-hmm. this is my hope. I hope that at the end of the day, we find out it was not him. Like for I his... So I mean, he, he's trash, but no one... Like he did I always have that all of these financial crimes. But that's so that not was like, terrible. But mm-hmm. he, if he didn't kill his family, can you imagine anybody that's convicted of murder to life? It stresses me out because I'm like, what if they didn't do it? We're not There's unless always, they come out and say I did it. Yeah. Then I'm always in the back of my head. I'm like, what if it's not them? Yeah. Like, what if it wasn't? There's absolutely nothing they can do at that point. Yeah. But the video, like, like you said, nail in the coffin. To me, it was. Why would he lie about? Yeah. Not being there. And he came on the stand and he was like, yeah, I lied. And I just kept lying. But I did not kill my family. What information does he have? You know what I mean? If he's mm-hmm. not, he's already been found guilty. If he's not going to come out and say that he killed his family, what information never, does he have? I was thinking about that today. I wish there was like a pill. Like I say, you're on your deathbed. Yeah. They should be allowed to give you this pill that makes you tell the truth. Like all these killers that are saying that they're years of crimes and yes. And I feel like everybody before they die should have to take this pill or like do a fingerprint and they have to run the fingerprint for every person that dies or something like that. Cause like I was watching a documentary. This is off. We're almost done, but I watched a um, 2020 episode on those girl scout murders. Have you seen those? I've not, I've not watched any of the from like 1977. No, it was three girl scouts were molested. And um, oh my god, they're at Girl Scout camp, and three of them were molested. And um, it's not funny, but were they, they were, yeah, they were murdered. They were beaten to death. Three oh little girls, gosh. eight, nine, and ten. Oh my god, yeah, it was horrible. And so I was watching it today, and I, and they still haven't found who did it, but they have a fingerprint. So if if every person that died, I don't care if it's a car accident, I don't care if a finger got chopped Just off, take their take their fingerprint and run it. Is that or put their DNA in the DNA ancestry thing or something? Do they? I mean, I feel like that makes a lot of sense. I think they do do the fingerprint thing, but I don't know if they run it. Do they do that? They the coroners out there, let us know. Please. We'd love to have a coroner on as a guest. Yes, please hit us up. Anybody knows any local coroners? <laughs> My husband probably, but <laughs> that'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, that's it. I just wish that they would run fingerprints. They might do that. Watch them do it. And we just don't know. We're going to do but our I feel research. like cases would be solved quicker if they, they ran their DNA every through CODIS or whatever. Is that a real thing? Or is that a TV thing? 
You know what I'm it, talking about? It sounds real. Yeah. <laughs> so if they ran it through that, like yeah. everyone spit through that when they die or whatever. Then we'd get a lot more solved mysteries. Yes. All these killers Maybe out there. Maybe we should patent that. Patent it? Yeah. How would we patent that? Would we just be like, hey, yo. Oh, okay. You, can you hear it now. Idea. You heard it here, fol- <laughs> hear it. You heard it here <laughs> first, folks. You Nobody take our idea. Yeah. As it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll research that and get back to we'll you next research episode. It, yeah. We're going to, we'll have to do some kind of fact check, you guys, because I mean, we just are, we try to do some research, but it, this is just us sitting down talking about Because here's the thing me and her don't talk about it really before we do this. No, because we, we wanna, just make our own notes and yes. then we go off each other. So, I think it works. I think it does too. I find this entertaining. Me too. So haters are going to hate. That's the whole point of this thing anyway. Yeah. Well, guys. Thanks. I know that was kind of a heavy. Yeah. And I'm sorry that I laughed at things that I probably shouldn't have laughed at. No, it's just nervous laughter. Yes. I feel very uncomfortable (laughs) sometimes. And then I just start laughing. Yeah. Not so much. I was uncomfortable with this. Like the other day we had something happen that was kind of uncomfortable. And my first reaction was die laughing. And I was just like, this was very inappropriate. No, I think that's a, that's a very common Maybe, I don't know if defense mechanism is the right word, yeah, but like it's just I know what you mean. nervous laughter. Yeah. I do it all the time. Makes sense. I need to work on that with my therapist. You got it. <laughs> you guys, thank you for listening to this episode. We really, really enjoyed. We were excited to talk about this one. So thanks for listening. We really, really appreciate yeah. it. Till next time. Till next time. We'll on see you next week. What the? On what the? <laughs> People are probably like, where do they get the what the? You guys get it. What the heck? Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Booyah.